0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are live, coming to you from the internet. Introducing first, with a professional record of a five-star rating, podcasting out of Baltimore, Maryland, Ricky Reed, Buddy Harlow, the MMA Marks Podcast. Everybody, how you doing? This is MMA Mark. This is two guys who just mark out on all things MMA. And man, have we got a great show for you today! We got we're gonna recap uh, Fight Night One Fifty Eight with Dallas Cerrone and Justin Gaethje. Then we're gonna get into some current events in MMA. We got some fight announcements that are pretty cool that are coming up uh, later this year. We're gonna look forward into. Uh, UFC Fight Night 159, where Yair Rodriguez takes on Jeremy motherfucking Stevens. And as always, I'm here with my co-host, Buddy motherfucking Harlow. What's up, bud? How you doing?
1: Hey, I'm doing great. Um, For those of you who are not aware, I'm not in studio with Ricky today. I'm also doing Skype again. I've been feeling a little under the weather. And uh, we decided it was best if we just go ahead and keep recording But just do it, you know, Skype-wise
0: ain't gonna fucking get me sick
1: <laughs> Well, I feel like uh, I might be sick from when we went to Philly together So yeah, you man. might be sick as well
0: Hey, I, I, my immune system is strong, strong like bull <laughs> <laughs> Are no. you getting Asian on me? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how would you like Philly?
1: uh it was all right i mean it it was cool to see some family and everything but i just didn't feel too good the whole time <laughs> right i thought i thought the food got me tired but i mean i'm starting to really think that i was just kind of coming on to something or coming down with something whoa, I should say.
0: whoa. <laughs> <laughs> easy <laughs> but uh yeah philly was fun I, I didn't i didn't have uh too many issues with it except for yeah. you know my son diving halfway um Off a five foot wall, yeah, that was a little crazy. Getting all cut up, (laughs) but uh, trying to be a ninja
1: warrior for ninja kids or whatever.
0: God, what the hell was he thinking? (laughs) Let me just jump off this wall.
1: (laughs) Well, that that kind of like, you know, taught my Philly. That's we were in Philly when uh, visiting family and stuff when the fight started.
0: Yeah, yeah, we were and, driving and, back home, and
1: we were we were trying to watch the fights on our phone and everything, and we made it back for the main car to watch that at your house. So it wasn't too bad. No, nah, it nah. was just kind of rough to watch. Yeah, because you know, uh, almost wrecked. Whatever.
0: Almost wrecked one time. One time almost. <laughs> slammed oh in yeah, the back one
1: time, <laughs> his kids went. What was that? Oh, it was just a stop sign. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, on the beltway, it was a stop sign. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, that was that's good shit. I probably
1: shouldn't have said that on air. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh well. Uh, no harm, yeah, no foul, so. man. But but what did you think about the fights? UFC one, uh, UFC fight night one fifty eight.
1: Uh, it was it was pretty good overall. I mean, yeah, uh, it had some very exciting parts. There was a few shockers, and I was one hundred percent right on the main event. Yeah. So overall, it was a. Uh, uh, I don't know how we want to grade these cards, but it was like a a B, a solid B.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it's just above average card because you know it it was spread out. The good fights were spread out throughout the card, which was good. I mean, you had uh, Lewis Schmolke with uh, Ryan McDonald. That was a pretty good fight. Um, then you had my favorite fight, Misa Misha Serkinov versus Jim Croot. That was my favorite one. Ah, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we bet on that fight guys. If you know
1: if you're not uh Yeah listening in each week. I was so 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 hundred percent certain that Cruit was gonna win and let's just say I was wrong.
0: you, you just say you were wrong, you were dead wrong. Dead wrong. So now, now
1: now I have to wear a, a shame hat. Yes, the hat, hat of, of, shame. of shame.
0: The hat of shame.
1: On a stream on a Twitch stream coming up. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, we're we're. I'm gonna promote this shit out of a stream, so you better tell me what it is.
1: <laughs> I, I can do it tomorrow as long as I feel good. Yeah, you gotta
0: come get this hat though, because I just got done making it.
1: <laughs> oh, man, only. That's what I forgot. I don't feel like going all the way up there to get it. <laughs> oh come on!
0: I might put it in my car and drop it off to you tomorrow then. <laughs> just leave it on your porch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh. So so, let's jump into these fights. Um, starting, you want to start from the bottom and work our way up to the main card or main yeah. main event. All right. So uh, we had Kyle uh, Prepolick or Prepokin versus Austin Hubbard. Uh, that was a little back and forth fight. Austin Hubbard yeah. won uh, via decision. I thought that was pretty good.
1: I think Hubbard looked a lot better than Prepolik. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. So. I mean, good, good on him. And let's see, we got Smoka versus Ryan McDonald. That was a, that was a fun, a fun, uh, fight to watch.
0: Yeah, it was a, it was a fun fight. This was the one where he was beating the body up, right?
1: Yeah, yes, yeah, Smoka kept coming, coming at his dude's body. So first of all, I thought Smoka was. Was tall for that weight division, bantamweight. But he's five nine and, and he weighs a weighs in at one hundred thirty five. The dude he's fighting is five fucking eleven. Five I mean, foot hundred and
0: thirty five pounds. How the hell did you make weight, sir?
1: <laughs> but uh,
0: <laughs> that, that's he crazy. Was, he
1: was good with his footwork, but Smoka was bringing it to him, man, and and kept going low body left, and it opened him up, and he just beat that motherfucker down.
0: Yeah, he did. He,
1: it it was a good fight. Yes, Smoker looked better than ever.
0: Yeah, it was. It was. I liked that. Uh, that was one of the better fights of the beginning of the night. I thought. Um, Chaz Skelly versus Jordan Griffin. How'd you How'd you like that one? I didn't get to uh, see this as much as I got to hear it, but yeah.
1: I'm trying to remember this fight. Um.
0: So Chaz Skelly took the decision. I feel win.
1: like I feel like it literally was Skelly sorry sorry to interrupt but i I just i'm remembering skelly's wrestling overall was just better right and okay now i remember chad skelly is the um the guy with the weird pointy ribs and shit where his ribs look like they're coming out and he he is his nickname is scrappy and that's exactly what he is dude he was actually a fun dude to watch and um was this the dude
0: doing the front flips and shit
1: yeah, that's what I was getting uh, into. Okay, okay. So, so this was a scrappy fight, but scrappy, not in the punches, which the punches were there, but the the wrestling match of it all, the grappling match, was fun as fuck, dude. Because at one point, uh, I mean, they were all over in transitions and getting in better positions, getting chokeholds, but each person was so skilled they were getting out. But it looked like Skelly just overall was better. And, uh, and he's definitely got more experience. So anyway... Um, Long story short, uh, what's the other dude's name? I forgot. Griffin. Griffin got Skelly's back and they're standing up (laughs) it looked pretty bad, but Skelly does a fucking front flip, lands on top of, uh, you know, him and gets off, gets, gets his back. And then later on, um, the dude goes for it. It wasn't as graceful as, uh, Daniel Cormier puts it, but, It still was cool that he was able to do that right after it got done to him. It was a lot of back and forth. The right man got the decision, and I can't say that for all the fights of the night.
0: Oh really? I'd like to hear which ones you had. uh, Had not.
1: Well, we'll get into that. Okay. But but, sorry for going long in that fight, but I really liked it. I mean, it was a very enjoyable fight.
0: That's awesome, man. I I thought. (laughs) I thought. What
1: about you? I know you said you mostly heard it.
0: Yeah, I mostly heard the fight because I was driving at this point. But uh, I did see the front flip the first one. I didn't see the second one. But I seen the first front flip. And that was crazy. It looked like so when Skelly tucks his head and does this front flip. It literally spikes Jordan Griffin's head. And he rolled on top of him. And man I was like that is some creative way to get out of a choke. If I've ever seen one. I didn't think that it would work. But it, it really worked really well for him. And he made it look good. So that that was kind of the deciding factor for me was that uh, Skelly's wrestling just looked a whole lot more crisp. It looked like he knew what he was doing. looked like he knew um, how to do the reversals and the counters and to get out of bad positions and ultimately uh, fight a more defensive fight than uh, Griffin. And Griffin yeah. was just trying to be scrappy, scrappy, and just outwill his opponent and uh Skelly had the more intelligent defense so he took away the win. So I like that. And uh that was in uh featherweight division too, so that's a, I'm looking forward to seeing Skelly like go up against
1: He called out somebody, I believe, but I can't remember who it was. Uh
0: didn't he waste his call out on somebody? No, I don't it? know. Uh
1: he, He's just seen he I I think he's still ready to roll. I I want to see him again soon.
0: All right, me too. You know what I mean? Moving on, we got Brad Katona versus Hunter Azure.
1: Okay, so the next two fights, uh, possibly next three, really, is when we had some issues with, um, no, 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 just the next two. We had issues with my reception. So we didn't get to see the whole thing.
0: Okay, so Brad Katona lost um, this decision to Hunter Azure. Hunter Azure picks up the decision. And I know we were dealing with a lot of lag and shit. This was mostly a wrestling match, though. I do remember that. Like, Brad Katona wasn't wrestling as well as Azure. But, uh...
1: Yeah, I mean, well... So, I remember... Uh, Azure actually dropped Katona with, a, With, I think, a right in, in the first round. Really? Yeah, but he kind of recovered, and... Let me, let me go to the... The one link real quick okay, just these... kind of see how the judges on Sherdog sure go to Sherdog, sure see how the judges scored it oh, okay so first round to all the judges on Sherdog sure gave it a 10-9 for Azure and uh, yeah, this is
0: 135 this is a weight fight
1: Rat Katona's been up and coming looking good Uh, whoops I, I, I skipped it all around so first round was Katona and oh. one judge actually scored it uh, 10-10 then we had second round was Azure, right? and third round was Azure. Uh, one person scored for Katona. So it was kind of even, but for the most part, uh, the official decision was mostly two for Azure, one for fucking Katona.
0: Okay. So then we have uh, Cole Smith versus uh, Miles Johns. This is Miles Johns' debut, and I believe he took the decision, and this is a weight fight also.
1: Yeah. So this one was a little bit more a little bit more crazy. Um I don't know if I really agree with that decision.
0: Oh, really? What would yeah. what would you thought you thought Cole Smith should have got the nod?
1: Yeah, it was it, so this was a split decision, correct?
0: Uh yes, I believe it was.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like I, so it was close, so I I can't say that the person got robbed. I'm just saying I might have seen it the other way. Um I just, I remember being surprised that Miles John got the nod. Yeah. I thought, maybe, maybe uh, I thought that they were going to give it to Cole Smith. Yeah. I, I don't remember exactly what it was. I, maybe because he was Canadian, and I just thought that he was going to get extra points for being Canadian.
0: He did get extra points for being Canadian.
1: Yeah, that's why It was a split instead of a regular decision.
0: Yeah. All right, moving on. This fight was, uh, it, was quick. A little, it was quick and surprising. Uh, Marcian, Marcian Bura, Tabura,
1: Tabura,
0: Tabura, Tabura, versus, uh, Augusto Saki. Saki looked like a, a man possessed, pushed a guy all the way to the cage and just beat his head in until he quit.
1: Yep, he fucked dude up, he came in there to fucking, he came in there to make short work of whoever they put in front of him. Uh, he looked better than ever. He definitely slimmed up, and I remember saying before this fight, like I'm not a fan of either one of these guys, and they're both kind of like whatever losers gonna leave town. But even Saki or Sake, uh, when when his post fight interview, he was kind of cool, you know, the way he was talking, he was entertaining. So I'm I'm becoming more of a fan. No, He's winning me over.
0: Yeah, I I thought it was I only seen the replay because it was happened so quick. But yeah, yeah, he he came in, pushed him against the fence, and just he was holding his head and just punching to it, holding his head and punching to it, and for a heavyweight fighter to do that, man, that looks it just looks brutal.
1: Yeah, you can't cover up when somebody's that heavy, man. You you just you got to move out the fucking way.
0: Two hundred sixty-five pounds coming down on your head, you're getting you're getting knocked the hell out.
1: What I'm just saying, like, even if your hands there. It's Like that's doing nothing, bro. Yeah, really. <laughs> he's, he's punching through your guard. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> he w- he literally was not gonna. He was not in there for the long haul. Yeah. I guarantee there there must have been something he knew about his cardio or something where he <laughs> couldn't do footwork because he's like I have to end this ne- right away. You yeah. can tell he there was like a semi desperation in there,
0: mm-hmm. which it worked. Yeah, it actually worked for that one. All right, Here Comes
1: on. the shittiest fight
0: of the night. Oh bullshit! <laughs> this is the best fight of the night. Well, second best fight of the night. So, we have Misha Sirkinoff versus Jim Groot. This is a light uh light heavyweight battle. And Misha Sirkenov pulls out the pulls out the Peruvian necktie out of nowhere pretty much. He had a front face headlock, steps over the head and sits out with the Peruvian necktie choking out Jim Groot and Groot. Groot. And if you If you noticed when um, Serkinov locked in this submission, he not only was choking him with with like I guess they call it a blood choke, where you cut off the circulation to the brain off the sides of the um, neck, but he was covering the guy's mouth as he did it. So so you have no you're going out or you're you're tapping. That's just how it is and uh yeah crew got his ass whipped i mean and no
1: no admit it it was very back <laughs> and forth up until that point okay give your
0: account of everything cuz that that's what my story is
1: circenoff <laughs> looked a lot better than i expected okay okay um i feel at one point it looked very bad for him
0: what it point was, a was quick that round. what point was that
1: they were, they were, they were rolling around on the ground, dude. And he got in some bad positions.
0: He, he got into one bad position. He let, he let Jim up, um, uh, on a transition from bottom to top mount. And you said you were calling it that Jim has very good transitions. And as he was, as you were saying that, he slipped out of the, the, uh, bad position that Jim was in, and Jim wound up on top punching. Uh, Misha, pretty good. Yeah, so
1: so it was back and forth a little bit, dude. Krut looked fucking good still too. <laughs> That's all I'm saying.
0: He he's a badass dude. I'll, I'll say that. He's he's definitely trying to end the fight at every single point. Everything yeah. he throws is he's trying to kill you. But uh, yeah, he he just went in for that takedown. Misha got that front face, stepped through, night night. was great. I loved it. And now since you put everything on that fight you will wear the hat of shame
1: oh well oh well
0: <laughs> stream with the hat of shame
1: hopefully people dig it oh
0: yeah <laughs> um
1: so we got the next fight is the one that I thought was a controversial decision
0: as did i i did yeah, too
1: um i was so i personally like the way uriah hall fights more than Right, like Antonio Carlos Junior, but so, I feel like Uriah so, Hall um, had a couple missed opportunities to try and end it. You know, remember we were both kind of shocked he let he Carlos was up.
0: He w- oh, that was the stupidest shit I've ever seen. He could have so, ended that fight. He could. So I feel like there.
1: moments like that should have caused him the, the decision.
0: As yes, yes, completely. So Antonio Carlos Junior was was uh, back. Shoeface. Yeah. By the way. Yeah, shoot face. So uh, this was a middleweight fight and Uriah Hall coming in with the new game plan. He wasn't a kicking machine like he normally is. He came in with really sound boxing and stayed to the game plan as best he could. Um, but when he, got, when he got Antonio on the ground and started punching at him, he just backed away and let him back up. And I, I don't agree with that. I mean, because Antonio was losing that battle. He was losing it bad. If he would have just stayed on him, I think he would have got the nod and the got the t k o instead of the decision,
1: yeah, I mean and so things like that on a close on a close fight because it was just striker versus striker it was just <laughs> striker versus grappler. um the one that the one that could have ended it but didn't i mean fuck you, you didn't go for it
0: well not only that, but you gotta you gotta um... I gotta take my hat off to Uriah at this point because when you have Antonio's Scholars Jr. on your back, it's almost certain that you're getting a choke you're getting choked out. Almost certain. And he fought that choke off like a like a true professional. Stayed calm, got the two on one, uh turned into him right and uh got out of the choke like like uh like he's been there all the time. It well a,
1: let, let me put it to you like this, Ricky. This is this is the way I really look at it. Yes, Uriah Hall's shit was awesome and he actually when he punched him, he was excuse me, if he was standing up, he was obviously winning. Yeah. And he was, and he and he beat the fuck out of him. Had blood fly out of his nose or mouth or whatever it was. I think it was his nose. Yeah, he and his nose. It, that was a cool that was a cool thing to watch. But I would say majority of the time he was fighting defensively to shoe faces grappling.
0: Yeah, Shoeface was trying to walk him down and and press him up against the cage to take him down, but yeah, Uriah had the better footwork. Did you like now? Um, Shoeface is Brazilian, uh, I presume, right? Yeah. Okay, so after the first round, he goes back to his corner and sits down. Well, he speaks Portuguese. He doesn't speak English. So, yeah. So he's sitting down. And they're telling him this is when his nose got broke, because Uriah's jab was just on point, and he he broke he broke uh, Shoeface's nose, and his corner looks at him in English and says, "Whatever you do, do not blow your nose. Do not blow your nose." And I'm thinking to myself, like, he doesn't speak the language like that, man. He he might blow his nose and swell up his Hold on. eyes.
1: Isn't it his cornerman?:
0: Yeah, it's his cornerman telling him this.
1: Well maybe maybe he understands English.
0: I guess it wasn't like his direct coach, it was the guy outside the cage, so it could have been it could have been his teammates, or it could have not been. It could have been the cut man, it could have been somebody, you know, but all I heard is in English was, "Don't blow your nose." How do we know
1: that he don't speak English?
0: Because his coach was speaking to him in Portuguese.
1: So he might he might speak both. He might be bilingual.
0: Maybe. Maybe. And he
1: just prefers if he if you know Portuguese, speak Portuguese to me.
0: Right. <laughs> but it, I was like when when I heard his coach speaking Portuguese to him, I'm like, "Oh shit, he doesn't know. He's going to blow his nose. This fight's almost over." <laughs> but he di- he didn't blow his nose and uh yeah. He made it through. Made it through all the fight. And it was it was a decent fight. It was a very good fight. I liked it yeah. a lot. Now on to, I wanted this to be my favorite fight.
1: But. This was cool to me. I, I feel like everybody shit on this fight, but it was so cool. I don't care. He made some mistakes by being way too extra, but he showed what people could do. Make oh. a grand entrance, bro.
0: Oh, my God, yes. He made the he so a
1: choreographed this... fucking uh, dance. Right. Sorry so to cut you just, off, Rick, but go, well, go ahead.
0: Just to, just to tell everybody listening. um, So the next fight was Michael Pejeta versus... Uh, Tristan Connolly. So this is a 170 fight. So Pajeta comes in heavy. He doesn't make weight. He misses weight by th- I think a pound or two. And okay. Tristan Connolly comes in. He's the number one lightweight in Canada. So oh, okay. so that's how Tristan got picked up. He's the number one lightweight in Canada. And so his original guy, Sergey got knocked out or got injured, and he had to pull out of the fight. So Tristan takes this fight on a couple days' notice.
1: Yeah, and moves up a weight class.
0: And moves up a weight class to fight a very big 170 Michael Pajeta. Michelle Pajeta, excuse me. And Michelle comes out dancing with a whole choreographed people. Like his, his corner men and his coaches all do the same dance all the way down to the ring. It takes him six minutes to get into the ring. Six minutes. And this is, he's dancing, he's he's yelling, and he's he's all happy. And I remember you telling me, oh, no, Rick, he's not crying when he gets into the ring. I said, oh, <laughs> shit. So, because when, normally when he fights, he cries his way to the ring because he's so nervous. And that's when he does his best work.
1: Yeah. Well, but, he was crying because he knew he was going to murder a man. Oh, my God, but, yeah, so he made this great entrance, had two spots where it was choreographed fucking dances with two other guys. And then uh, when he enters the ring, you know, some people run around the octagon. No, this motherfucker does like 20 spin in the middle of the octagon. <laughs> fucking the most best breakdance that I've ever seen. And, yeah, uh, by a six-foot-three guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looked good. Yeah. And... So I mean this guy was really putting work into his entrance but I think that's where that's what yeah, I think it costed him.
0: Yeah, it, it it did 100% cost him. Um so he goes through and this guy if you haven't seen Michelle Pajeda, look him up on YouTube because this guy's a highlight motherfucking machine. He is running up the cage, jumping off, landing on his opponents, doing back flips, front flips, cartwheels, spin kicks, anything that you've seen on a video game, this guy is doing in real yeah. life to his opponents.
1: Well, uh, can I just cut you off right there for a second? Sure. Yeah, so I, I almost want to say it's like he's a mixed martial artist who is also implementing the art of parkour. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, almost. Like a yeah. dance
1: and a parkour type because he's using his surroundings to jump up and he's just naturally like just trying to go with the flow.
0: To see a guy that big run around the cage like that, it's impressive in its own right. I mean, to do it for six minutes coming down the ring, doing doing breakdances in the entrance or in the um, announcing, and then to do it pretty much the entire first round, that's impressive. That's yeah. A, that's impressive. And He, he, did,
1: he, he did get gas after the first round, though.
0: Oh, my God, yeah. So, Tristan, I know we're talking about had up but Tristan stuck to his normal uh basic uh mixed martial arts game plan and just weathered the storm and outlasted uh yeah. Now I will say this the one of my the coo- one of the coolest parts of this that most people probably missed was uh Pejeta goes to to knee uh Connolly and he jumps completely over him. Like clears him.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I seen that. I like, thought that was awesome.
0: Like wow, like with the flying knee, he jumps <laughs> over the man. And the man's standing up, he wasn't like bent over, the man jump <laughs> he, he clears him. He's like clear a six foot three guy clears a six foot guy. It's crazy. Yeah. And then uh so Tristan start. so Tristan Collins starts uh to win the second round because the is obviously tired. But you know what? For all the spinning shit and flipping shit that Pejeta does, he stayed pretty technically sound when he was tired. I was surprised. Yeah. I thought he was going to fall apart, but he didn't. He he stayed. He was just dead tired, though. But he stayed pretty technically sound throughout the whole fight.
1: Yeah, and i actually seen a, um, a pretty good amount of hate on, on the Internet. Hater's Saying, gonna hate is hate. No, no, but they're like, yeah, I'm glad he lost because that's exactly what I expected. Do all that dancing. It's like, bro, I, okay, so that showmanship is awesome, and it it, it makes uh, a lot more other people become fans of him. That, and it's, okay, so all you got to do is tone it down. That's all. Right. But I want to say don't do that. That don't make you a dickhead. No. It makes you a, lo- a fun-loving guy. You love to have fun. He's having fun. He's having a good time. And all the people that fucking say head is overboard, fuck you. You're, you just are a negative Nancy, and I don't want you to be around my bitch-ass life. I call myself a bitch-ass on that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. But you know what's funny? The same people that are hating on him, if he knocked out Conley, they would be riding his dick. Like, yeah. did you see that guy did a backflip and knocked out uh, Conley? Oh, my God. He's the next fucking big thing. He's the next champ, whatever. No. But it, it didn't go down like that this time. But I think, like you said, he should tone it down just a little bit. Pick your shots. Don't do everything in the first round like that.
1: Well, don't do no fucking spin a Rooney, goddamn, uh, whatever.
0: Either that or get your cardio up, yo. <laughs> Keep everything. And get your cardio way the hell up. That's all. No,
1: no, no. just don't do no huge spin a Rooney. Don't do no double choreographed thing. Just come in there and you know show showmanship, but don't waste your energy doing it. Just do do a couple little leg things. Right. Like instead of having like a whole uh, line dance thing, just where you all just dab at the same time. You know what I mean? Something that don't take no effort.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And like I said, no spin on a Rooney, just maybe do one spin around or something.
0: Right. But I mean, I am still a big fan of this guy. I can't wait to see what happens. He makes every fight like uh, anticipation for for, yeah. for waiting to see what he's going to do. How is he going to do it? Just I mean, the creativity shown in that fight was way the hell up there. Way the hell up there. Excuse and me.
1: and for the record, anybody listening in that didn't see that fight, and and if you know wrestling, he spin a better than any any time Booker T ever did.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, Booker <laughs> T ain't got shit on this, Man. Can you dig <laughs> that sucker? <laughs> All right, so moving on from that, we got Todd Duffy coming back from a four-year layoff, fighting in the heavyweight division again, taking on Jeff Hughes. Now, what do you think about this fight?
1: I feel like Jeff Hughes was uh, showing that he was a lot harder to fight than what Duffy probably assumed by looking at him. Yeah. And Duffy took the easy way out
0: you think he took the easy way out because he was winning the fight?
1: I don't think he was winning it that much. I
0: I I think he was winning the fight enough that I wouldn't have taken the way. I wouldn't have taken that way out. But so during the fight, Jeff Hughes is uh, let's be honest, he's a can, you know. He he kind of he, he came he's, in, he's he out. Can, of, he's, he could, he could do better with work. He's out of shape. He didn't look He didn't look trained up for this fight He was covering up quite easily He wasn't There was no footwork It was back up against the cage Let's just brawl I'm going to meet you here And you're going to Either I'm going to knock you out Or you're going to knock me out Type style
1: No because he pushed Duffy against the cage He
0: He he pushed Duffy against the cage But Duffy stepped out With footwork And put him on a cage
1: When he got poked in the eye Duffy was against the cage
0: yeah, yeah, but for the most of that fight, Jeff Hughes was on the cage. Mostly. I'm just saying
1: that Jeff Hughes wasn't completely a can.
0: Right, right.
1: He, he wasn't no uh, anybody that um, Greg Hardy fought.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, that's true.
1: But this brings me to the conclusion. Are they going to try and make it Greg Hardy versus Todd Duffy?
0: Uh, no, no, I wouldn't. Well, I mean, that's a That's, that's a, a good fight. step, Stone. That's, yeah, that's not bad. I just don't know. if First, let's find Seriously? out. Let's find out if Duffy's even going to fight again. Because, so, Jeff Hughes accidentally pokes Todd Duffy in the eye. It was not intentional. It was completely accidental. Um, it wasn't like a John Jones thing or nothing. So, yeah. So, well, Duffy was winning the exchange at that point. Got poked in the eye. And then he backs up to the cage. Calls for the doctor. Says that he's seeing double. He's not, he's not like, uh, able to continue. So the doc came in, looked at him, looked at him a couple more times. And he said, are you okay to continue? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, he's like, well, how's your vision? He's like, I'm seeing double. And the, the doc's like, you're seeing double. And then the ref overheard it and stepped back and just waved it off. The re- so yeah. we, we got a, a no contest, Due to an eye poke So Accidental eye poke Accidental eye poke Yeah Yeah So do you give so Both of these guys A fight Or do you just say uh, The hell with it And just uh, Kick the Kick Hughes to the curb
1: Well Next time they need Another person To fight On short notice Or something
0: They'll give it to Hughes Why you say that
1: well, Hughes got to fight uh, Maurice Green on short notice.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? So, like, anytime they need somebody, like, uh, on short notice, they can always call Hughes because he takes them. And I think Todd Duffy should fight somebody like uh, Greg Hardy.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: He's kind of an older, not not so much a legend, but an older guy that Greg Hardy could get go through.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be a nice feather in Hardy's cap, even though Hardy can suck a dick. Um so moving on, we got a, a light heavyweight fight. This is the co main event. Uh we got Glover Teixeira versus uh Nikita Kroloff. Uh, how did you like this fight? <sighs> <laughs> don't <laughs> don't tell us how you really feel. I mean Jesus. Uh. Uh,
1: I don't know. I I was something about this fight. I I didn't get it. Can you, can, you, can you remind me about this fight? Because for some reason there's something not clicking. I'm trying to remember, but I feel like I just got negative feelings about this fight. But I can't even remember what it is.
0: You kept telling me that this was a really boring fight for you. I mean, it was kind of back and forth. It was a little stand up, little little grappling, but it didn't look like either guy was particularly taking the lead of the fight.
1: Yeah, and for one, <laughs> I just felt like Glover didn't do anything to get the win.
0: Right, right. I I know I walked out in the second round. I did. I was doing other things, so I didn't get to see all of this fight. But that should tell you something that it didn't keep my attention long enough to to watch all of it. And that's that's rare.
1: Yeah. Well, Glover. Um, I. Yeah, I don't know. Akita didn't look too bad, but Glover didn't look too good, basically. That's my, not my my thing about that fight. That fight didn't really do nothing for me. Yeah, right. And it was a split decision win, so it could have been a toss-up who won. That could have been a, easily a draw because they both fucking didn't look too hot.
0: Right. I mean, so, so... That fight meant nothing anyway. So what do you do with Glover now? He won, but, I mean, where does he go from here? Who who's who's next for Glover Teixeira?
1: Well, didn't he just uh, knock out two people in a row or something? Or no, no, he had a, a submission win, so he's still doing good, man. I mean, since he technically won, just give him somebody a little higher up. That's all.
0: Right. I mean, who do you see? Because now you're getting in uh, top five, type six, type people. Uh, I mean, you got uh, let's see, Johnny Walker has a fight. Uh,
1: Who's Wyman fighting, by the way?
0: I, I thought forgot was, who they I thought he was fighting Rockhole, right? No. Or, no, that's no. that's Jan, right?
1: Wyman is fighting somebody, and it might be at the DC one. I can't remember. Or the one right around then. Hmm. But, uh, I don't know. Glover, there'll be a matchup for Glover soon. Is he, fighting, be over like is he a-
0: fighting Dominic Reyes? Oh, Wyman is, yeah. Yeah, okay. Dominic Gray is, yeah, okay.
1: So, uh, I don't know. Maybe, uh, what's his name? Um, who the fuck is that guy? I that don't guy know. guy just got knocked out by no time.
0: Volkanovsky is still, like, around? I thought he quit.
1: First of all, you done mixed up so many different things. Vulcan Uzimir, oh, not Vulcanowski, Uz- <laughs> okay. uh, he just knocked out uh, his old training partner. Maybe the guy he just knocked out. Oh, okay. And Vulcan Uzumir, they he's back and better than ever.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, but, uh, okay.
1: Uh, whatever what is that fucking guy's name? The little tank guy. Small guy.
0: I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um it'll come to us when we when we're like talking about other things. <laughs> All right, so moving on to the main event, we got Donald Cowboy Cerrone versus Justin Highlight Gaichi, And this is a 155 fight. Uh how did you like this fight? Cuz this fight was really good to me. I thought it was awesome.
1: Hell yeah, dude. And it went exactly as I thought. Yeah. I called that shit
0: to a T. Yeah, because Gaethje is the fast starter, and he it's is
1: exactly ex- exactly what I called hap- What exactly what I the way I thought it was going to happen happened.
0: Yeah, you didn't give Cerrone enough time to to get settled in and actually take him take him to the limit. Um, now, how did you like the the stoppage?
1: Uh, if anything, it was a little late.
0: You th- you thought it was a little late? Yeah.
1: Definitely not early. Right. And, um, you know, Gaethje liked, they like each other, Gaethje and Cowboy. Right. And he yelled at the ref because he said, you make me keep hitting him, and that's my friend, and I, he's definitely out. And he and the thing is, is one of the things that the refs keep saying is, if you fall front, that that's automatic, you're, you're out.
0: If you fall to your face, you're knocked out. And that's that, the thing that's and that's exactly what happened cowboy fell to his knees and then fell to his face and the ref still let him continue and yeah. i don't know that ref doesn't he look like a robot
1: <laughs> or like a a robot or a um an alien yeah. like somebody else wearing a a, a a human as a skin
0: yes his, he's so so stiff like from from the waist up he's just as stiff as a statue almost he's
1: got weird pointy shoulders and his head don't look right it,
0: there's something off about that guy he
1: do not compute <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: guy, that guy definitely looked like a I thought he looked robot. more like
1: an alien though than a, than a fucking than a robot okay i don't know why like like i'm not supposed to be here you know what i mean like <laughs> Mm. Right. By the way, Alir Latifi.
0: Oh, Latifi? That's who? Yeah. He...
1: Maybe 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 fight them too.
0: Okay, that sounds good.
1: Just a random matchup. I I don't think that he deserves any high profile matchup. I know that's kind of
0: fucked up. <laughs> well, he yeah. doesn't. I mean, I I mean, I know a couple people who really like that fight, but it-, it it didn't do anything for me. I don't know. It didn't send off a whole bunch of like, great. Let's watch this. It didn't make me want to watch another Tashera fight. I know that. Yeah. And and let's be real. Are they really gonna let Tashera go to the belt again? I mean, he got decimated uh-huh. by John Jones before.
1: I don't know. Like, don't don't bring that up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because
1: he caught that. That was one of the most. That was one of the most uh, dirtiest things i've seen john jones do in my opinion
0: what with the shoulder
1: when he wrenched the fuck out of his arm dude that's that's, that's some fucking foul shit dude it's legal it's still foul that's like that's like uh okay so if it's a street fight right yeah and 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 just in just terms of like showmanship or 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 whatever you want to call it and like i know it's it's a street fight you know but you're still not going to gouge somebody's fucking eyes out unless You know what I mean? Unless it's literally, like, you're trying to kill one another.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
1: Because, you know, like, they have certain fights that are like, you know what? Fuck you. You're talking shit. I'm going to beat your ass. You're going to beat my ass. So you're not going to go for the gouging of the eyes and you're not going to, like, grab his dick and try and pull it off. Grab
0: his dick and twist.
1: (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, you're not going (laughs) to do some foul shit. Even if it's legal. I,
0: I, I understand.
1: Same thing with the wrenching of the fucking arm, yo. That's some fucked up shit.
0: Yeah. He couldn't use that. I don't think he's used that arm right since.
1: I don't know because he gets he gets pretty good arm triangles, dude. That's why I predicted that to happen. Yeah. All right, so
0: uh, so we got what, so that was that was the UFC Fight Night one hundred and fifty eight. That was the whole card. Um, so who
1: who had more fight picks than
0: oh who? Uh, oh, uh, oh oh look at you rubbing it in look <laughs> at you rubbing it in you so know. so okay since Buddy is making me say this Buddy took. Ahead and predicted six of the 12 fights correctly. I picked four of the 12 fights correctly. So he did better than me in this week. But, yeah. but he put all his money, he put all his eggs in one basket and bet on Jim fucking Croot, and he lost. So that was the positive I took away from this, this fight card. Thank you, Misha Shirkanov. You're the fucking man. Keep choking people out. <laughs> All right, so move it on. We got uh, we got some MMA news. You got anything from uh, MMA, MMA world that you think that happened?
1: Uh, not that I can think of offhand.
0: All right, well but I got well, I got a couple things. Get,
1: get the juices flowing, and then I might remember some. All
0: shit. right, I got a couple things. You know, Khabib. He was talking about uh. Selling Dustin's shirt that he wore, and yeah. um, donating all the money to charity. Well, that number finally came in. He got a hundred grand for it. Somebody paid him a hundred grand for that shirt, and he gave Dustin's charity a hundred grand. So I'm surprised he didn't get more. He's a he's a man of his word though. Yeah, that I thought that was stand-up shit. That was good shit. Yeah. Um. He
1: probably got more. You think so? Some of them weird, random Muslim princes and shit.
0: Yeah, but they're not trying to give, I guess. I mean, for charity, I guess. But it's just a but shirt. They be,
1: they're like huge fans. They want to support their dude and make him look good.
0: Yeah. That is true. Um, yeah. So, this is another thing that, that's kind of wondering on me a little bit. So, Colby motherfucking Covington, right? Yeah. So he's been beefing with both uh, Dustin Poirier and Jorge Masvidal. Okay. Now both of these guys are in ATT. Yes. And so, so they all, all three of them, train there. Correct. What's going to happen when all three show up to the gym?
1: He'll probably move gyms. He's probably leaving. Kobe Covington's got to leave.
0: Right. That's what I'm thinking. Like. You just painted yourself into a corner, now you have to leave your gym. And you're not a very likable guy, so where the hell are you going to go? What, so if you had to pick, if you were an owner of the gym or you, you were his agent, where would you send him?
1: To um, Diego Sanchez's main head coach. Oh, my I, God. <laughs> <get down.
0: laughs> oh, my God.
1: We're, I thought we discussed this last week.
0: No, no. We didn't, fi- we didn't find discuss out.
1: We discussed it personally. How we were saying, it's probably best best bet and where he might do well is uh, Team Alpha Male.
0: Didn't we say this? No, I don't think we did. Maybe we like, did.
1: I feel like we got into a whole conversation about this.
0: Oh, we may have. I, I mean, I'm way off. I don't know
1: if this podcast or personal, but...
0: I was a little drunk last week, so I, I, <laughs> I might not remember.
1: So what do you think? You th- you still think that way? or
0: I don't think Team Alpha Male would be right for him. I just, I mean... I,
1: no, no, we agree that there would, they would be the ones that would take him in.
0: Oh, yeah, they and, would and he definitely. he still get work done. They would definitely take him in. But, I mean, he's still got... Chael's retired now. Why not go out there with Chael? And uh, Team Quest.
1: Yeah, I mean, that could work.
0: I mean, I don't know who's all in Team Quest, but, I mean... I know he's real chummy with Chael Sonnen. Chael Sonnen's retired. Yeah, hey, train trained by the master, right?
1: Is Shell actually retired?
0: Yeah. He's done. Okay. He he uh when he lost to Matita, he hung him up. To who? <laughs> I thought
1: He <you> said Batista. <laughs> <laughs> hey.
0: <laughs> if Chell lost to Batista, I'd hang him up too. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Mm. Yeah, but uh that that's funny that Kobe painted himself out of out of a damn good gym, probably the number one gym in the country. Um,
1: this is number one bullshit.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. So, I heard a couple things that uh, coming up. Did you hear about the Robbie Lawler Ponzinibbio fight? No. So, it's official now. Ruthless Robbie Lawler's uh, gonna take on Ponzinibbio um, for at UFC 245. I believe that's a DC card.
1: Now, is Ponzanubio gonna actually show up? Because he's been being a little fucking entitled bitch.
0: Yeah, but I mean, he's got a name now, so you got you got to take. You're not getting nobody anymore. Now you're getting a proven fighter in Robbie Lawler. And I mean, yeah, Robbie Lawler just took a beating from Colby, but I mean, this is this is your name. This is how you move up. And uh, I think he shows up. I think he he signs on a diet line, which he's already done. It's already official. I think he makes weight and he goes in, and I think he beats Robbie Lawler.
1: I'm leaning towards Lawler on that fight.
0: Okay, I mean so far, right now. But Ponsonibbe is so long and so tall.
1: Yeah, but I, you know, I I also get into the mental game of it, and I feel like, um, because he's been being an entitled little bitch, and Lawler's just always just savage, ready to fucking, ready for violence. I feel like that's going to come and play into a factor. Hmm. You
0: know,
1: he's just a bit, he's just a bit more of a savage than fucking Ponzinibbio.
0: Yeah, definitely is. He, he definitely has the savage mentality more than Ponzinibbio does, but, he like said, said, uh, I don't know, the, the length, that reach is just way, way out there. Way out there. So the the other fight announcement that I, that I just heard today was uh Zabit uh Sheripov versus uh uh Calvin Cater. Now that fight I thought, that I thought fight, we
1: already discussed that before.
0: Well that fight was already already gone, right? But it's th- that fight was already on, but Zabit got hurt. Okay. So instead of scrapping the fight they moved it to November 9th. Ah. Uh-huh. So, so, uh, yeah, so that fight's still on. That's, that's odd. You don't, often you don't see that happen. You don't see the, the, the fighters like, yeah, we can still do this. Uh, let's just move the date.
1: Yeah, well, both of them probably want the fight, you know? Yeah. And so, so they came to an agreement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause like, um, somebody could just be like, no, I need a payday now. I'm ready now. I did my training camp perfectly just for this fight. Um, I don't want to wait that long. So if it's, it must not be that bad of an injury.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly what injury it was. I was trying to look it up. I didn't find it, but yeah. Uh, so hopefully he's done enough and he's ready to ready and willing to, to get in there and, and get rocking and rolling. So, um, this is the other thing. Like, I was thinking while I was listening on the way home from Philly, while I was listening to these fights, um, why can't the commentary on MMA be more like boxing commentary? Because back in the day, people didn't have TV, so they had the radio. And the commentary on boxing was so good that you didn't have to see it. You could hear it and still get the whole fight in your head you know now that i think mma relies so he- heavily on television that the play by play guy in in mma that art is lost now and you,
1: yeah i don't i don't really even know if boxing does that today
0: i think boxing does a little bit not as not as well as it used to be but But I'd like to get back to that so you can understand exactly what's going on in the fight. Have your play-by-play guy.
1: Has MMA ever done that, though? Because I don't think I I would like that at all.
0: I don't think they have.
1: I don't don't think I would like that because we like it to where we get to hear them kind of analyze what's going on. We don't like to hear, he threw a left, then he threw a right. And there's so much going on, it's like you can't play-by-play. Because it's like you might not be aware of what's going on.
0: Yeah, but like I said, just driving home from Philly, and it was like I was constantly having to ask you what is going on. What is going on? I can't understand what's going on. And it's just like, oh, there he goes. Oh, oh, oh. It's not it's not like a big, oh, he's throwing a left hook. Oh, he's got him in punches. or Or he's got him backed up against the cage. Look at him. Strikes left, right, left, right. Nothing. It was just, oh, we're listening, and it's quiet, and then you... Oh! I'm oh.
1: kind of with you, kind of not, though. Like, maybe a little bit more of that. I just saying... Maybe, maybe a little bit more, like, while they're... Because they get excited. They're like, oh, my God, does he have him finished? But instead, it's like, instead of saying that, they could be like, uh, oh, with the left threw him against the fucking fence, and uh, now he's working the body. He might finish him. Damn, my whole body just jerked. Did you see that? <laughs> I don't know what the hell just happened, but uh, yeah. So like maybe maybe a little bit more technical talk when when the exciting moments happen. Yeah. But I don't think the whole play-by-play, like literal play-by-play, I think that would just be too much.
0: Okay, well, this is what I was thinking. I was thinking that you and I try it out.
1: I think that it would just be too much, though. Don't you think?
0: I I think I, I you know. It might be, it might not, but I think we should, I think me and you should give it a try, like commentate a fight, like you be the color, I be the play-by-play, But and see see how it works.
1: But the way you're talking, though, I think it would end up seeming like a, um, seeming like you're just talking the whole time, like if you're the play-by-play.
0: Right. Well, not, not entirely, because, you know, when they're doing their footwork and they're, and they're going around, and I'm sure when you're, Doing your color stuff like you normally do, like ah, this guy's a fucking asshole because he did X, Y, Z. You know, I'm not going to be doing play by play at that moment.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely down to try it. I just, I just see complications the way, just the way you were talking about play by play. Okay, but I, I feel like we'll probably have more of a, um, we'll have more of a, um, understanding of how to do it than what it sounded like you were explaining at first. Okay, I know I said that all ass backwards, but whatever.
0: <laughs> I got your drift.
1: Um, uh, mom's like you choose Jeff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what? So what? When would you want to try this? You want to try this on Saturday?
1: Well, was this is this your idea of saying fight companion instead of fight companion? We kind of do like a, a commentary.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like I like because.
1: Well, because I, I'm not sure because um, the way we were going to do it is fight Companion with Twitch, and i thought that'd be cool because then we could tell them how to tune in and watch it with us, and then we could actually have a, a, a conversation with the people.
0: Well, let's do that too. We'll just add that in. Well,
1: well uh, yeah, so we'll have some commentary and some mixture of conversation.
0: Right, right.
1: Because th- I just didn't want to leave the chat out of it either.
0: You no, know what no. I mean? Chat's one of the best parts of, of Twitch.
1: So we'll have a little mixture of both. That's a good idea, and we'll do definitely do that Saturday.
0: So, so we'll uh, set up the Twitch while we. And it's gonna be on your Twitch, Ricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh Ricky of MMA underscore Marks at at tv Dot com. And uh, check us out. It's gonna be on Saturday during the fights, and uh, see how it, it's either gonna crash and burn or or it's gonna be a a home run.
1: No, no, no. Either way, even either way, it's gonna be fun. Because uh, it'll be our hangout. It will yeah. be hanging out with Ricky, and and Buddy, and yeah, you know, hanging out at Ricky's place. It's it's gonna be fun. I think. All right. I like that, I like that idea. <laughs> this wasn't exactly a planned segment or, or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> so that's why it sounded a little bit crazy. I didn't know where we were going with it.
0: Yeah. Well, I didn't know either. But I, I...
1: kind of shit on the I shit on the idea <laughs> of it at first. <laughs> and then you're like, we should do it. I'm like, oh shit! I didn't know that's the direction we were taking this.
0: Yeah. I walk you through through the maze. I get you home. Yeah. I get you home.
1: Your setup's gotta be a little better, you know. I'm the ultimate <laughs> setter-upper. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You're but trying you trying to set have... me
1: up, and it kind of went backwards. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Speaking of set me up, all right. We actually have a question from one of our fellow is podcasters.
1: This, is this a question or a statement? Or I
0: have it, no idea. You know, I don't. This, li- I don't like to. I don't like to screen them. I want to hear and react to it as as a. As it happens.
1: All right, well, let's not even introduce them because we have no idea if they're going to introduce themselves.
0: Okay, okay. Let's... let's so this
1: is a voice a voice that we got in. Yeah, a this voice is a,
0: message. a voice message we got in from Anchor. So if you guys ever want to send us a voice message, just get on Anchor, find us MMA Marks, and send us a voice question, voice statement. If you got something to say, you like the podcast, you don't like the podcast...
1: Just become part of the show.
0: Hell yeah, we like it. So let's... uh. Let's listen in. This is what we got.
1: Uh, Usually, I'm the one to do it, but since uh, Ricky has the professional mics at his his area, he wants to do it from his end. So, he's having a little trouble finding it. Yeah, it's taking me Here's a second. I hit the plus in the, at the bottom.
0: All right, I see. Oh, my God. So, this is labeled, um Mexican.
1: Hit, I'm a Mexican. So, here we go. Podcast. Oh, this weekend, the UFC is in uh, Mexico City. I want to know who is your favorite Mexican fighter. Can be someone who is uh, Chicano, you know, Mexican American, or, you know, straight Mexican. Let me know. Get a new boy. And uh, I want to know if Ricky is wearing green. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> He's got green headphones on, so that counts.
0: Yeah. And, well, there's a little green in my hoodie, so we're good. I'm always wearing some something. Hoodie. Yeah. It's you co- act
1: like it's you act like it's uh, winter outside.
0: It's cold as shit in my uh in my house for today. So, who is your favorite Mexican fighter?
1: Well, first of all. He's already got me wanting to hate on all the Mexican fighters, because he spoke Spanish and I don't know that. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, fuck them uh, Mexicans fighters. We're building the fucking wall. Call Donald Trump. Where's Kobe Covington when you need him?
0: <laughs> oh.
1: And honestly, I'd be mixing up if they're Mexican, if they're Brazilian, or you know what I mean? Because
0: sometimes it's hard to tell. They ain't American, goddammit. it. They're they're foreigners. So. who's...
1: By- my favorite Mexican fighter is <laughs> Yeah,
0: who who is your favorite Mexican fighter? I mean, let's see you've got Cejudo. we got Yayer, we got um uh Kane Velasquez. Is,
1: is it is it Alexa Grasso? Is she one?
0: I think she is. Uh I'm looking, hold on. Uh
1: well there's a bunch of Mexican fighters on yeah, the card. he
0: definitely is. <laughs> um
1: El Teco or Teco, I should say. <laughs> yeah, Grasso is one too. Uh
0: so we got Grasso, we got uh I guess Carla Esperanza is is technically one as well. Um
1: The Diaz brothers. <laughs> oh <shut laughs> Diaz
0: brothers my ass.
1: They got Mexican in them or something. Oh yeah, Diaz.
0: <laughs> True. I, I guess. I guess. I guess. But I mean, they're they're like uh, what is it? Uh, Chicano, L.A. Chicano. They're not. They're not fucking Mexican. Um. So I I would have to say Yair. Yair's my favorite. I would say Kane, but Kane kind of fell off and went Lucha on us. So I'm gonna say Yair Rodriguez is my favorite.
1: Huh. Uh, I don't know that many Mexican fighters.
0: (laughs) You got you (laughs) got to open up your uh, your narrow mind there, buddy, and expand your racial profile. (laughs) (laughs) So he's a damn Uh, redneck. (laughs) So you got Yair, you got Henry Cejudo, you got uh. Lexic Grasso. Uh, I'm
1: just trying to think, guys. I'm sorry. I'll just go with Yair. Also, Cain uh, Velasquez was definitely cool with his Brown Pride.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: um, and he's done more than Yair, but Yair is hotter right now, and I don't mean in looks wise. Ooh. Even though Ricky's got that twinkle in his eyes. <laughs>
0: no, you don't know. Uh,
1: um, yeah. I mean, he he's cool. He's got flashy, and he and he's starting to uh put more of it together. Yeah. You know, not being just a flashy guy. He's he's maturing in, in his fighting.
0: He's the guy that toned down the, the craziness just enough where you don't know what's going to happen. And he can hit you from literally anywhere.
1: Man, yeah, that knockout with Zombie was fucking so badass. Oh, my God. Best fight of
0: 2018. It was great. Yeah. All right. So thank you for the wonderful questions. And you guys can, again send us up anchored.com find us mma marks send us your voice questions they're always appreciated and we'll always check them out and definitely yeah, we just we podcast. just haven't
1: been um, promoting them because we weren't really exactly looking for them anyway but we do appreciate when they're there um, and feel free to send them anytime because we will make it part of the show
0: oh yeah all right moving on looking forward to these fights um this weekend in mexico city I heard a lot of people saying it's not that great of a card um eh, maybe maybe not I, i've seen some some definitely some good potential fights throughout this card i don't know yeah. about you um but i'm looking forward to them so uh you ready to give your picks on these fights well, I mean, I
1: better be because we're recording. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't want you changing up on last minute again, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. Let's mention that. We didn't even make picks online. For one, because the uh, the trip kind of fucked us on that. Yeah. For two, we were so dead set on not changing our picks at all that we're like, <laughs> if we can't be accurate, then we're going to fucking not even post them and just go with what will be said on the podcast. Right. But this time, I think we're gonna make a like make our picks to post online a little bit earlier, and stick to it.
0: Right, definitely. So, if you can remind me after we do all this to take a picture of said picks, I'll send it to you, and that way we'll have it, and we can make our picks from anywhere.
1: Yeah, yeah. and I definitely need you to uh, post them. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I definitely need you to send them to me because I don't have them written down.
0: Okay, all right. So also. I-
1: before we get into picks. Okay. Speaking of picks. Okay. We have a competition we want to start.
0: Oh, yeah. MMA Marks Contest, y'all.
1: Might be changing the name of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: it's a contest with, you know, with us. Yeah. Um, we want to do a fight pick competition. And we want to have it, like, each individual has a a number. and
0: So we're going to do a point system, it looks like. And it's going to be individual. It's not going to be a team thing. So this is going to be MMA marks versus of the world. This is going to be buddy's picks, Rick's picks, and whoever else we get in here with us. Yeah.
1: And we have a few people we want to reach out to. And if you feel like you want to do the competition with us and haven't heard from us, definitely let us know. And, you know, depending on how many spots we have left, you, we, you might get in. But definitely tune in because... Uh, it's going to be fun, and you're probably going to want to try to be on it next year.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, so every competition needs a champion, and every champion needs a trophy. So what kind yeah. of trophy are we going to have for MMA marks? I say we get a championship belt.
1: Hell, yeah. And, like, each each winner of the year, we'll get to hold it. Yeah, and you get to hold uh, this
0: belt for an entire year, and it's not going to be some plastic piece of shit belt. We're gonna we're gonna get a we're gonna get a decent belt made, for yeah. for this competition.
1: And you already know, I love gold. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, so look out for that. We're gonna get the details up and reach out to some people and uh, get all the rules and everything hammered down. But we're looking to start that sometime uh, early October to get to get rocking and rolling
1: and and um it's just there's a lot to come we're we're, we got a lot of things we're looking into and and to do to really get this get this ball rolling and uh, you know you just got to tune into everything i'm sure like if you follow us on any media social media or in a discord with us you'll definitely be able to keep track of everything we're doing and it's it's fun because we're gonna make sure that people can be involved in everything.
0: That's right. MMA marks is only growing, getting better, and and having bigger things. And it's all thanks to our listeners and our fans. Man, I love it. I I can't appreciate. I can't say enough. Thanks, yous to everybody that listens and participates in this podcast. It, I don't know it's the awesome. exact
1: date, but we're coming up on a year soon.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was in uh, November, right?
1: Uh. Well. Since we don't know the exact date that we first recorded, I mean, let's obviously just go with whenever the first episode came out.
0: All right, all
1: right. Or, I mean, if you're good with that,
0: yeah, that's good with that. I'll I'll look back in the official archives. Official start. I'll look back in the archives, but we're coming up on a year, so it's going to be good.
1: And I like keep... I said, we're only going to be growing more and more with this year. That
0: came so quick, didn't it? Didn't it? Come yeah, quick? I mean,
1: that's what she said every time to you.
0: <laughs> came so quick, <laughs> never saw it coming. Man, was it fun! <laughs> yeah. All right. So moving on. Let's let's get let's get some picks in. Let's get some practice in before this com- competition uh, takes off. So UFC Fight Night 159 at Mexico City. First up on the on the card, we have uh, Claudio wallows versus uh, Marcos Rosos Moranos, or Marcos Rosa Morano.
1: I do not see that on my fights.
0: Who do you see? Because I'm <laughs> looking at the prelims, and I'm looking at it right now, and this is a lightweight fight. Uh, so, Claudio Puello's uh, versus Marcos Rosos Moranos. Uh, Claudio is eight and two, and uh, Moranos is uh, six and five. Hmm.
1: Huh. I'll go with Claudio.
0: Claudio. You gotta how how's that gonna happen? Uh decision. Alright, decision. Alright. I'm gonna go uh Marcos and I'm gonna say knockout second round. All right. Moving on. We got uh Sajar Eubanks versus Uh This is the 135 female division. Uh, who you got and why?
1: Well, this is the fight of the people who don't make weight. <laughs>
0: That's it. Yeah, I wanted to see. I wanted to see if you would say anything about that. I, th- out of all the fights, I think this might get canceled because nobody made weight.
1: Um. So Jara Eubanks is kind of okay She's got skills a little bit, but it's usually just because she's the bigger fighter Um, (laughs) I kind of like how Fetch Coheo, Koheya, whatever Koera, I like how she fights Uh, She kind of just always looking for that fucking knockout punch. She's really trying she She really is like got she's got belief in her power. Yes, you know what I mean? Uh, might not always go in her favor, but I'm just gonna go with she ends up knocking her out because Sajar is not gonna be scared and end up getting caught. Uh, fucking first round.
0: So we have Bets taking Eubanks out in the first round. Okay. I'm going to disagree with that, and I'm gonna say Eubanks wins, uh, because is the more technically sound fighter, and, uh, Best get frustrated, and she swings for defenses <sighs> crazily. I think she's gonna miss, and Cenjar's gonna take her down, beat her up. I'm saying Eubanks' decision. Okay. All right, moving on. We got. Uh, Vincenius. Vincenius? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah.
1: <laughs> we're not. We're not Spanish speaking. So and is is this guy uh, from Mexico?
0: I have no idea I wish All i right, well, i wish I we, had don't, some we don't background. know
1: we don't know how to pronounce it whatever yeah, Morero
0: yeah Vincenzo Morada versus Paul Craig
1: okay uh Paul Craig first round submission
0: oh he's Brazilian
1: same shit, <laughs> same shit.
0: <laughs> um, I just love painting that broad brush, don't you
1: <laughs> well Paul Craig. First round submission. He uh he's somebody that actually lost the crew
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That was the fight that made me believe in a believer in Cruit.
0: You said first round sub. Yeah. Okay.
1: He's 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 very good at catching people in submissions.
0: I'm also gonna say Craig. Um I'll say third round submission. Yeah, um, I'm a Craig fan. I'm
1: so confused with the Pettis's.
0: Okay, so this is moving on. This is Sergio Pettis. This is Anthony Pettis's little brother. He's uh, a flyweight. He's been doing pretty damn good. He's been on a tear. He's uh, Not really. He's 17 and 5.
1: Yeah, but he's actually been losing a few every now and then recently.
0: I thought he just won. the la- he beat? The last two.
1: Hold on. The last. I will two tell you in me. a second. Uh, did I really lose it? Oh, here it is. So, Sergio Pettis. But the thing I'm confused about Pettis is, is they don't know what weight class they want to be in. They took, he said when he moved up, he moved up to bantamweight and said it's a permanent permanent thing.
0: Oh, he he did lose. He lost the last two. Excuse me.
1: So I think it was it was the it was go he went up in weight and lost a couple, and then it's like I'm gonna go I'm gonna go back down. No. Or were they also plyweights?
0: So his last his last three, um, he beat. Joseph Benavidez uh, last year at flyweight. Then he went and fought uh, Juicy Al mega and lost at flyweight. Then he went up in weight class to bantamweight and went up against Rob Font. And he lost to the split decision. Yeah. To Rob so, Font. So.
1: so he's been having a hard way to go. He was talking about moving up weight. He never did. He st- or, well, or he, did, he did.
0: He did. But you know what I mean. Yeah, he didn't stay there.
1: He took. T- it was a one, one and done type of deal. Right. When really he said the weight cut was getting too hard for him. I guess he must have adjusted his uh, diet or something. But he's back in that weight
0: class. Right. So you know what? Um, he did pretty good at flyweight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna still stay with him, and say Pettis, Pettis beats uh, Tyson Nam. And he's gonna do it. Um. Knockout, second round. All right. Uh, you how do you got him winning? Knockout, second round. Knockout, right. out second round.
1: Uh, hmm. Let me see this real quick.
0: Pick the wrong one.
1: I'm going to pick Nam. Yes, pick the wrong one. And I'm going to go with knockout. Nam. Uh, knockout in the second round.
0: Oh, second round knockout. What are we calling it. It's either gonna be Pettis or it's gonna be Nam.
1: Well, Nam's got ten, um, ten knockouts on his record. Okay. And Pettis only has three. That's ten knockouts for a fucking flyweight is crazy. That's
0: pretty damn good. You know. Tyson Nam gonna put my put it on Pettis. I don't know. We'll find out Alright moving on Straw weight. We got uh Angela Hill Is versing Or taking on Ariani Uh Camalosi I hope I said that right Um
1: Carnalesi, Or something
0: Camalosi Okay Carn C-A-M
1: I see C You need glasses It's C-A-R-N <laughs>
0: I thought it was C.A.M.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wear glasses yeah. for a reason.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Carnalesi. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Carnalesi. I'll tell you in a minute. You tell me why you're picking Angela Hill.
0: I'm not picking Angela mm-hmm. Hill. Oh. I'm not. Really? Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, Let's see. I am going to pick her winning by knockout and it's because she's a hometown girl um Angela Hill is kinda just whatever I'm not a big believer in her
0: she she honest. loses faith in herself if she starts losing the round and then that just kills her whole thing throughout the fight so that's why i can't I can't pick angela Hill no more.
1: Actually, you know what? I'm just going to say decision because it's women's and oh whatever. God.
0: I thought you were going to be a man about it.
1: <laughs> I, I was at first, wasn't I?
0: Yeah, yeah, you have it going. All right, whatever. Yeah, I say the same thing. Come let's the uh, decision. All right, moving on. Next is the featherweight fight. Marco Polo Reyes versus Kyle Nelson. Who you got? And I am
1: undecided right now. Um, who do you got? I got Reyes. Is it because of the hometown?
0: Yeah. I'm gonna say decision. Uh, decision reyes.
1: Let me see. Hold on one second.
0: This is strictly because he's a hometown Mexican. He's a hometown girl. Oh, I could be totally off base here. Let me make sure I'm right.
1: What he is. He's yeah.
0: Mexican. <laughs> okay, I was like I'm pretty sure he's Mexican. I just want to make sure. Um
1: His record is not that good, dude.
0: Uh, I I agree. He's almost a five hundred (laughs) fighter.
1: And Kyle Nelson, uh I don't know why I know him.
0: Okay. I see. He's all
1: around he is all around. He's gonna win by decision.
0: So he just he just lost his fight on uh fight. Matt sales. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with
0: Nelson decision. Nelson decision, okay. I think this, the, I, you can uh, remember this for Saturday, but I think this fight is gonna surprise us. Why? I don't know. I just have a feeling that this fight is gonna surprise us.
1: <laughs> this one right now?
0: Um, yeah. Reyes versus Nelson will surprise us. I don't think I it's just gonna be. I feel like he's a, gonna grind out a decision. That that's what I would think, but I. Uh, something in me is just telling me watch out for this fight.
1: All right, so what do you what do you got?
0: I I picked Reyes' decision. That's what I picked. Uh, I'm gonna stick with it, but um, I don't know. There's something something's telling me that something might happen different. But, wow. uh, all right, moving on. We got uh the bantamweight fight. Jose Alberto Kidoba. Uh, versus, uh, Carlos... <laughs> I just
1: Quinones.
0: Quinones. Quinones, yeah. Like yeah. I knew it began with a Q, and I wasn't... I was just gonna fuck it up, so... Alright. So, versus Carlos, uh... Huach- Huachin?
1: Huachin or some shit?
0: Hiachin. yeah. Huachin. Okay. Who well, you got? I don't know either one of these fights. Either one of these fighters. I'm just gonna flip a coin. Pretty much. I'm
1: gonna go with Jose jose you gonna go with jose what's Uh, that isn't that uh el techo or whatever uh, what it means like the drunk or something i forget what it means like i remember one time i went and looked it up because i was like what
0: the fuck is this guy's name oh so this is the drunk the drunken guy he wasn't no good was he 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 lost his last fight uh via submission second round Oh, to Nate, God. to Nathaniel Wood.
1: Yeah, he wasn't ready for Nate Nathaniel. Um, kind of want to go back with my decision.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, come on. Let
1: me think. Let me think. You know what? Fuck it. Taco decision.
0: Okay. I'm gonna just take the the other side of that coin and and do this decision for uh, Carlos. Carlos decision Teco decision all right moving all right. on this is uh start of the main card we got Martin Bravo versus uh Stephen Peterson
1: yeah, um I like the way Peterson fights. he's not the greatest though um he's fighting somebody that's only lost twice,
0: mm-hmm. yeah Steven. Ocho Peterson.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go with Peterson.
0: You're going with Peterson?
1: Uh yeah, and I'm just gonna say decision.
0: Okay. Uh hold on.
1: Maybe Peterson's me. the guy with the Superman tattoo.
0: Yeah. And look at Mr. Bravo. Oh, Bravo's a hometown Mexican. This is <laughs> this is his, his debut it seems. So, Martin El Toro, Bravo. He's 11-2. and two. You know what? I'm going to go with the debuting guy. I'm going to say Bravo wins um, knockout first round.
1: I can see Chuck Liddell looking at this lineup, this card. He's sitting at home looking at the card himself, and he, all he's saying is, They took our germs! <laughs> <laughs> Damn Mexicans took our germs! Oh, my God. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. It's a South Park reference.
0: (laughs) Alright, so uh, next fight we got uh, Irene Aldina versus uh, Vanessa Mello.
1: I think it's Irene or some shit. It don't matter. Um, I'm going to go with Irene or Irene whatever. Um, I'm going to go with her decision. See, a lot of these fights don't mean nothing to us. It's it's really, uh, I think this card is kind of to build any, to give Mexican fighters uh, a chance to to build a name for themselves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think a majority that's what it is. Is because you know how people say, oh, big promotions they don't take care of their uh,
0: local talent. This is
1: this this is UFC trying to give a give a platform to tr- to see if they can actually build any stars from there yeah so this is all a bunch of maybes really
0: right I agree I agree with that and you said Aldenia versus uh is, is how she's gonna win decision hey. decision alright
1: oh my god
0: I got uh, Mello winning uh second round submission
1: damn
0: yep I'm gonna be bold in my last three I'm just gonna put it out there so next we got Brandon Moreno versus Oscar Vov.
1: Hold up? What? Who was this? Did that fight change?
0: I don't know. Why?
1: Because on Sherdog sure it says she's fighting, um, Mar Marianne Renee or whatever her name is.
0: Marianne Renee? I don't know. I don't have uh, pronounced that shit. I'm looking at Google. And that's,
1: that's what I, I'm going back and forth.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I, have, I noticed I there was an
1: inconsistency. Yeah. Because, it, because if it is that girl, Marianne, I want to put it in writing or put it put it on video or whatever you want to call this. Um, I'm going to go with Mary.
0: Okay. If that's uh, the case, I'll, I'll yeah, change it. If, if, if the pick.
1: opponent is her, then I'm going with her.
0: All right. You got to remind me. All right. So Just write
1: slash Mary or something next to it.
0: Okay. Uh, I don't have much room, but yeah. Just put an M. I don't care. I got you, son. I got you. All right, so next is uh, is a flyweight fight. Brandon Moreno versus uh, Askar Askarvolve.
1: Askar is uh, undefeated.
0: He's undefeated.
1: He's got seven submission wins and he's out a, of his ten.
0: He is rushing as I don't know what. <laughs> he's a little guy, uh, too, man. Oh, my God.
1: It's kind of a uh a, a good matchup. Like they're both are good at what each other are good at.
0: Yeah, he uh this is his debut though. Um I'm gonna go with Moreno.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go with Moreno, um third round submission.
0: Oh man, he just lost to Pantoja. No no I can't I can't. Nope, can't go. I remember that fight vividly. I'm changing my pick. All right. Changing my pick. I'm going to go with the Russian.
1: All right, well, I'm going to go with Marino, uh, third round submission.
0: All right, uh, Marino what? Third round sub. Okay. I'm going to say, uh... Second round TKO or KO whatever. Same shit. Yeah. Okay. So moving on we got Carla Esperanza versus Alexa Grasso. Grosso is like this up and coming Mexican sensation, I, I take it. And this is the straw weight for women. Um who you got and why?
1: Uh Grasso. Because Carlos, small, kind of just basic. Okay. I'm going to go with decision again.
0: I'm going to also go with Grosso, but I'm not saying decision. I'm going to say she knocks her out in the third. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it could happen. Oh, yeah. Anything could happen. All right, who you got? Yair Rodriguez versus Jeremy Stephens.
1: Um, this is this is tough. Is this so? Because it's the main event. Is it a uh, five round fight? Yes, it is. That's what's interesting. If yeah. this was three round, it was definitely going to decision, I believe.
0: You think? Yeah.
1: Five rounds? I'm not so sure. Um Jeremy Stevens fourth round knockout.
0: Ooh. Okay. Oh, let me write that one down.
1: I think Yair tires out way before fucking Jeremy Stevens.
0: I don't know. I don't think so. I think uh, Rodriguez got him. I'm going Yair. Third round, KO. That's what. Do I'm you
1: understand? Do you understand that? Um,
0: that you're wrong. S- yeah, I know.
1: Stevens went to Mexico like a month or two before the fight. Even you know what I mean, like. So he's been before, there for a while. A long time, getting acclimated to
0: the the height because it's it's up there.
1: Yeah, it's way above sea uh, level.
0: Yeah, it's it. I know, I know that.
1: And where's Javier training?
0: I have no idea where Javier trains, but I know he's from there. He's from Mexico though. City.
1: And he, but he's known to gas. One of the one of the few Mexicans known to gas. Okay. <laughs> like, right? Am I? Am I right? No, Doesn't he gas?
0: You make a good point. You make a good point. I just. He
1: looked tired as fuck when he was fighting zombie.
0: Yeah, but they went five rounds.
1: Dude, Jeremy Stevens is a motherfucker. Yeah. And he's super fucking motivated.
0: <laughs> yeah. He took that leadership class, and now he's he's the fucking man now.
1: Did he really take a class for leadership? Yeah. I didn't know nothing about that.
0: Yeah, he took this whole, like, uh, accountability leadership class. And, like, he's a motivational kind of speaker now. I don't know if he does motivational uh-huh. speaking, but he's that kind of uh, personality yeah. type now. A, it, well, I mean... I-
1: I've noticed it. I just didn't know that he did a class for it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Okay, that's cool. So I believe in his uh, his little motivational stuff he does.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fuck so, it. All right. All right, well, we got our picks. And you know what? I remember I'm going to take a picture right now. And I'm going to send it to S- you.
1: Somebody didn't drink as much rum.
0: I am rum-free this episode. Oh God! No wonder, no I wonder it was
1: it was slow. <laughs> no, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> I'm rum free this episode because I got way too drunk the last episode.
1: <laughs> See, and and the thing is, is I think that show that's for a good show.
0: <laughs> are but you... I
1: mean, I'm not hating on this show at all. I mean, this has been a fun episode so far. I think we're kind of getting close to the wrap up.
0: To be yeah, honest, yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, unless you got uh, anything else, I'm.
1: Well, yeah, for sure, because we gotta um promote more a little bit more of this coming up Saturday. <laughs> what? First of all.
0: First of uh, all, what are the fights? When? Yeah. They are Saturday.
1: They start at five p.m. Main card starts at eight. So, do you want to start recording and, and doing the uh, live thing on Twitch at five?
0: Might as well. That way, we get used to it and get all the bugs out of it before the yeah, main so card starts.
1: We'll be we'll be watch. We'll be on Twitch live on Ricky's Twitch, um, and that starts at 5 p.m. Eastern time. And his Twitch is at Ricky of MMA underscore Marks. And uh, you can always DM us or hit us up on any social media that we're attached to, and we'll if you're you have trouble finding
0: it. Yeah, we'll send you a link.
1: But you can definitely find a link uh, anywhere, really. We we try to make it obvious.
0: If you but, check out our Instagrams, we have links there in our Instagram for our Twitch accounts, um, and it's up on Linktree, right?
1: Yeah. So okay. it's it, we got our links in our bios and stuff, and the thing is, is um, and actually, I do have to put your Twitch in there. But that will be done. But um, what I'm trying to say is, even if you're not ever been on twitch it's you could it would you would have a fun time joining us um and just kind of it's it's think of it as like an aol chat room where we can all just discuss the fights um of course will be the main thing you'll see on there but you can sit there and have a conversation with us as we watch the fights and there will be other people in the chat room so it'll be fun
0: hell yeah can't wait for that shit and like like you said earlier we're coming up on a year MMA marks is strong. We're getting better. You're getting better. I'm getting better. We're moving things. Big things are coming. We got this competition coming up. Uh, What else? We got more videos. What you got?
1: I was just on. So we recorded live. Me and me and my cousin Kevin of the Backlog podcast.
0: Backlog exposed.
1: So we we recorded live on Twitch, but he also puts it. if you missed it on live on Twitch, uh, the podcast will be available soon, and the podcast is called the Backlog Podcast, and you can find them on Spotify, iTunes, same places you can find us. You can find the Backlog, and it's more of a gaming podcast, but we 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 get into talking about all kinds of stuff. And uh, he's a good podcast to really check out. He's fun.
0: Hell yeah, man! So with all that, with all that being said, how can people find us? I know we I know we went over it with uh instagram facebook um we actually have our website up mmamarks.com um uh, like we said we've just been promoting the hell out of twitch lately because i mean that that thing is just taking off for us um and anywhere you guys get your podcast that's pretty much where we are uh, anything else to add but uh, not at all um,
1: just like as always don't be afraid to reach out um, if you feel like you want to be part of the competition uh, nine times out of ten we would be happy to have you with us um, but like I said there's there's only so many we want to take in so many spots we want to fill because the more people the more work it is on us
0: oh, yeah. and so, as always if you ever want to throw us a question or comment check out Anchor you can send us a voice question comment whatever alright man with all that being said, I'm Ricky. i Buddy. We're out of here. See ya. See ya.